0: Are you listening? What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Minkowski Broadcast. My name is Sami Minkowski, Adam Kumas. How you doing, man? Good, bro. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. I'm really good. A lot has been happening this week. uh, And I don't know know if you've seen... um, the Dave Chappelle stand-up slash rant on yeah. on uh, IGTV, which actually is very interesting because I, I, to be fair, I have not seen because it did seem like a uh, like a sort of full-on quality stand-up special. Like I know that recently he's been releasing sort of like shorter shorter bits because obviously during the pandemic and everything, he's been doing his thing, uh, and. It was really good for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. Like go check out Dave Chappelle on Instagram and, and go into his IGTV stories and you'll be able to see it. Um, and first of all, man, like before we even dive into that, like how great is fucking Dave Chappelle, man? Like he he is the best, isn't he? I'm sure, I'm sure you can speak more to it since like it's the profession that you also sort of pursuing and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he is just legendary, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely the GOAT uh, or one of the GOATs. Uh, you know, when you think of Dave Chappelle, you put him up in the same sort of league as um, like George Carlin,
0: uh, oh, or Richard Pryor, yeah. you know,
1: those are like, maybe to a lesser extent Bill Hicks, but like, you know, people who are normally, uh, Joan Rivers, like people who you think are like legends of yeah. the comedy scene, like Dave Chappelle is certainly one of them. And he's yeah. definitely earned his his spot at the table, as it were.
0: How great is it, how great is it that he, he managed to figure out the sort of how to do comedy and like the pandemic comedy essentially, right? Because not many people really have been doing it. like what you had in the beginning. You had some people tried the Zoom thing, which mm. um, like doesn't really work out. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't really work out. It's not very good. Yeah, exactly. And then he just
1: because the idea of live is you need to be there that's the idea exactly exactly you know no no buffering to interrupt the stream or the rhythm or anything like that yeah you know you're watching through a screen it's never going to be as good as experiencing something in person which is the reason why gigs for music for the comedy for anything exist
0: yeah and i think he owns all of ohio right that's why he like he has a big fucking fuck off cornfield where he just said yeah it so it
1: turns out the only the way to do stand-up or to survive in the stand during the pandemic is just to have a lot of money that's that's the secret exactly so, exactly if you've got a lot of money and you can throw <laughs> it about everywhere and you know just randomly throw an impromptu gig in your back garden then yeah that's yeah. it and be cool with the, and, be,
0: and be cool with the mayor for sure i'll oh, let you sure, to yeah. let you all do it to let you do it uh <laughs> But yeah, let's let's sort of dive into that a little bit. Have have you seen it? What did you think of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw it. So we're talking just for reference, I guess, for for the the viewers, for the listeners. Uh, We're referring to the eighteen-minute segment he put on his Instagram, which only has like four or five posts in its entirety on there. Yeah,
0: which is already just five million followers.
1: Yeah, one and a half million, whatever it is, over a million followers for sure. That's already just a power play. That's so Dave Chappelle. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to have an Instagram now. And he gets a million people. He goes, yeah, I put like three things on there. And yeah. it's just like, they're all obviously, everyone flocks to it, like sort of flies on shit. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's really good so he's he's we're talking about his uh recent or his most recent as of today um 18 minute segment called i think it was unforgiven yeah, or yeah. unforgiven yeah, that's what it was titled yeah, yeah. and it's just uh i wouldn't even say it's like a it's a traditional stand-up special i mean there's definitely funny bits to it and stuff but it's just more about it's almost like public speaking but with sort of D- dave chappelle twist on it don't,
0: don't you think that that's what he's been doing recently like I, um I think yeah. the previous one that he's done was shortly after the George Floyd thing, and he yeah, did something similar, that. right? And yeah. yeah, it is public speaking. It's just sort of like rather than, than a stand. I mean, you know, he, he more does than say- a strictly punch, You know, yeah, set exactly. up punchline.
1: Um, and that, I think that really fits in with what he wants to do as a comedian and as an artist, anyway. Because you know, you hear him talking about it on uh, on his rec- in his recent monologue on SNL. Mm-hmm. I think I'll paraphrase, but he said something along the lines of, "I resent the fact that for you to listen, in order for you to listen to me, the public, I need a punchline at the end of every sentence." Okay. And I thought that re- that resonated a lot with me because I thought, "Oh, that's really interesting." He's obviously he he just wants to be able to talk and just be heard to because he he he's been around. He he fucking knows what he's talking about.
0: He's, so he's, he's just earned like, that right to it. But sort of based yeah, he on, has. Based on that, can that be considered stand up then?
1: Yes and no. Um, I don't know. It depends who you ask, really, because he obviously is he's still a stand-up and he still does comedy and he still does jokes, but I think he's now focusing more on the bigger picture. He's not just thinking about, you know, fart jokes or dick jokes or yeah, yeah. race jokes. He's thinking, like, yeah, there'll be a bit of humour in there, but he's just made, trying to make sort of salient points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, and like you said, he's earned his stripes, right? So he's earned his stripes. Like, you know, he's he's made he's been he's he's made everyone laugh for years, for decades. Oh, yeah, one of the funniest guys around. Yeah. So it's not like he's there going, and it's not like. See, when you look at him, it's not like you're looking at him going, "Oh, it's because you can't do it, mate. It's because you you can't be funny." It's like, no, you can be really fucking funny. You're you're just choosing not to be now. You want to you want to do something else.
0: It's it's more about sort of. I mean, there is still maybe some, you know, here and there, there is maybe like a fun sort of thing to like make people chuckle but it's more about educating people or sort of explaining the situation better whatever he's talking about maybe yeah you know what i mean
1: yeah and having something like him comment on any issues you know speaking out on certain issues whether it is about sort of um the protests that were going on in America during the, the early pandemic, or whether it is something about contract law, as I think we'll probably go on to in a minute, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, just, it's it's interesting. At the very least, it's extremely interesting to listen to and hear about.
0: Exactly, and since like his 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 opinions are definitely. Um... I'd say worth listening to, just because sort of he's in the middle of it. He's obviously a legend and and sort of like a top figure in, in the industry that in the in- entertainment industry, essentially. Um, so he, you know, sort of speaks from experience. But um, mm. yeah, relate uh, sort of going back to the the unforgiven uh, segment that he put out on his Instagram. What mm-hmm. did you think of it then?
1: I thought it was really interesting. Uh, obviously, he starts off with a few anecdotes about his early life and his childhood, growing up, how he got into stand-up. Um, and then, again, obviously, 80 minutes just flies by, and it quickly progresses into his current feelings towards uh, contracts and in the industry, so like the comedy industry and co- uh, contracts that he was signed when he was growing up. And yeah. he talks a lot. He does he focuses a lot on his uh, show, the, the Chappelle Show, yeah. 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 So and I, I, and, you know how he feels like he doesn't have any ownership over it. Like I think he was saying it was recently released temporarily on Netflix and on HBO. Um, and he wasn't even notified about it, even though it's his name, it's his baby, it's everything there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he has no rights in it. They're making a shit ton of money on his show, off his image, off his likeness, off his genius. Yeah. And he's getting no- nothing for that and he just says he describes how it's so atypical of uh, of the industry as a whole and how he's sick of it and how he wants to change it and obviously we've seen this this exact point brought up a lot in the music industry with certain artists um yeah. i think uh who is it michael michael jackson mentioned it quite a lot um has he yeah he did i mean I won't go into other flaws of Michael Jackson, but um yeah, he Maybe contested. That. What is it? Yeah. It something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Did he do it? Um, uh, who knows? Um but I, there was, wasn't there a crazy thing with Michael Jackson where I think didn't like Paul McCartney or someone owned his music or Michael Jackson owned Paul McCartney's music or vice versa. I've it was heard, one of yeah. them owned the other person's music and yeah. that's why they would never perform it live. I think it was Michael Jackson owned Paul McCartney's music actually.
0: No, what I think what it was, I think Michael Jackson owned a big catalogue or masters essentially uh, f- uh, from the Beatles. The Beatles. Mm. And... When you think, like, that shit is worth millions upon millions upon millions. And then Paul McCartney was like,
1: right, I'm never going to play that live again. And I think also, I think, I don't know if this is fake news or not, but I think, I'm pretty sure, Michael Jackson got that advice from Paul McCartney. And he was like, cool, I'll just buy your catalogue then. Has <laughs> he?
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'm pretty
1: sure, yeah. What a wow. I mean, um So, but, and Kanye's talked about it as well. He wants to buy his rights to some of his original sort of musics and EPs and stuff. And it's interesting to see it being discussed with comedy, you know, at least with comedy rights and comedy Mm -hmm. assets. And Mm -hmm. the thing that really resonated with me with the Dave Chappelle bit, his segment was, he was saying he's so pissed off that he can't even do anything with it. And he's, first of all, he's not getting any royalties. That's enough for paying the arse. They, he signed the contract, which was kind of shitty when he was young and helpless and desperate. And they gave him like nothing. Mm -hmm. And also, even now as a fully grown man with the weight that he has and the money that he has and the power that he has, he can't even take the Chappelle show and do it somewhere else because somebody, he doesn't own the likeness to it. He doesn't, he doesn't own his own likeness. He doesn't and own his he own name. His,
0: yeah, exactly. If he mentioned his name as well and it's just like,
1: how... That is, that is, that that is mad, isn't it? That is yeah. completely mad. Like, how do you... Since when do you not own the rights to use your own name in whatever the fuck you want to do? That is, to yeah. me, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's what he's talking about. And that was obviously eye-opening.
0: Yeah it is crazy it's like um i don't know if you it's somewhat similar i mean but i know that this is specifically relating to comedy but it's an entertainment industry as a whole right um and i know you studied film as well um and i'm pretty sure you've heard of a term called hollywood accounting yes yeah so hollywood accounting for anyone who doesn't know is essentially uh whenever a film is released and it makes a lot of money Hollywood accounting is a sneaky way of when you're doing sort of your your sort of breakdown of all the costs and then profit that the made that the film has made. Hollywood accounting is finding ways of adding extra costs into that spreadsheet or that breakdown that will then diminish the 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 returns that the movie actually made. So for example, like I it's it's been sort of widely publicized that something like Forrest Gump, for for example, I think that movie cost forty million dollars to produce, and it in the box office it did over seven hundred million. But technically, on paper, it actually lost money. And when you think about it like that, you just think to yourself, like, how is that just possible? Like, obviously, it's possible it's, it, if you're good with numbers and everything. It, but it, it's just it's so like- fucked up. It, it means that they can
1: pay the least amount of money to all the yeah. staff all the casting crew um and yeah. the people who matter all the people who are running the show yeah um behind the scenes the corrupt and all this shit they get they get they get all the yeah. money
0: and all these people that put all that effort into it you know don't don't get what they uh, like don't get the equivalent of the hard work and the sort of the compensation. Yeah, exactly. They're not gonna the,
1: pay a fair wage. They're yeah, gonna exactly. be like, fuck you mate. You exactly. you, you, uh, you get you get minimum wage. I think I mean, one
0: of my favorite so gone on. I said just just imagine like going on stage, doing, smashing it absolutely on on, on stage, having the best the best is uh, you know sort of gig of, of your life and then the owner of the club or whatever just finding a way not to pay you. I'm sure that shit happened. Like I don't know personally how it yeah, is you pay. First to of all, if you go to, to a
1: club and you don't know what you're being paid, you're a bad negotiator to begin with. Like <laughs> yeah. unless you're on open spot, in which case then you know going through the dot you're not getting paid. Yeah. But if you are if you're if you're there for a fee and you don't know they'll go, oh I'll pay you a fee and you don't know until you've come off. Like
0: that's on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. That's true. That's like you get paid uh, in chicken wings, mate.
1: To be fair, I've definitely done some gigs where I've been paid in something very similar.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, it was worth it. Those those uh oh, those kebabs were, were good. Uh, it was a kebab, but yeah, it was great. It was it was very nice. <laughs> Got free hot sauce.
0: Yeah, um, but what what were you gonna say before before that? Um, can't remember. If I if it comes back to me, I'll let you know. So like, don't you don't you think that all these companies like. Of the, the 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 segment, the special that that uh, Dave Chappelle put out on his Instagram, um, it is very eye opening, and I do feel like for whatever reason, maybe because of the pandemic or whatever's happening, uh, that conversation is brought up more and more. You can hear it on on podcasts like Joe Rogan. He talked about it with Bill Burr. You can oh, hear it ownership. on. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of these big companies selling. The sort of selling the idea of what some like the idea of what you could be to an unknown and sort of up and coming person, whether it's a podcaster, artist, musician, actor, whatever. And then in return, because that person is so inexperienced, in return they do it on really fucked up terms. Meaning, where that person, the, the young, the young guy yeah. or girl, is just fucked over for the rest of their life. And yeah, yeah, you can hear it on like Joe Rogan podcast, you can hear it on Flagrant too with Andrew Schultz. Um,
1: Yeah. And there are examples of people who've said, fuck that, I'm going to do my own thing. I understand. I know my self-worth. I know the importance of owning your own shit. Yeah. Um, And how much like you can get, you can, you can survive and make a lot more money with far fewer fans or people if you own everything 100%. Yeah.
0: Um, was it, was it you that told me that, uh, cause we often talk about it anyway, like we do have these conversations and was it you that said, um, or you brought up this example where would you rather as it, say you're an artist, would you rather sell, um, be signed to a big company and sell hundred and, and sell 1 million records to 1 million people but be signed to a big company and obviously the contract the contract and everything it would fuck you over as a result Get of that uh, no. or would you rather sell like 1000 copies of your record but it would go essentially all the profit would go straight into your pocket
1: yeah it's it that's the question isn't it like and i think i definitely i definitely prefer fewer people but people who fucking love you for what you do and they're diehard fans yeah and they will support you and they you know in all sorts of ways rather than having you know a million people which uh, are all kind of like meh like take it or leave it like, they'll just turn the channel over they've heard of you now yeah. but they're a bit like meh take it or leave it
0: yeah.
1: and you get paid fuck all by the company because that's not sustainable right yeah um and yeah that's 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 the really interesting thing about ownership and that's you know you see it with certain companies like obviously Joe Rogan because he's decided he's you know he's done this all himself from the ground up he's got something incredibly powerful and that's the reason why Spotify wanted to buy him for like what 100, 100 plus million. Million.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: minimum 100 shit mil
0: load.
1: yeah yeah shitload that was the technical term I think he said yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He that's what it said on the like. contract shitload yeah yeah and he goes <laughs> well come on it's, it's not a shitload it's the bare minimum you should expect from the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. um But yeah, whereas like you see other companies where like even other podcasts, there's that one on YouTube called hot ones, I think. And the guy with yeah. the spicy chicken wings, yeah. I looked into that podcast and the guy doesn't own it. He's just a presenter and he came up with the idea. It was his baby, but he had to do it through this company who owns the whole product. So oh, is it? was just treated like an employee at the end of the day. Is and it? he doesn't get, wow. he doesn't get he, if he leaves, they'll be like, yeah, fine. You can fuck off. We're going to get someone else. He doesn't, he has a, he has a pay cap. Like he can't just earn whatever he wants because he did that through a company. So now they're making a lot of money and he's just like, yeah, I'm just the,
0: wow. I, I, didn't I know work,
1: that. he works just as hard as Joe Rogan and Andrew Schultz and something, but because he doesn't own it, he's just like, because he signed the rights away because he was like, I need some help getting off the ground. Yeah. Um, that's the situation that he's in, which is kind of shitty. So, I mean, I've never really been a fan of people buying you out anyway. Like I, I was always against famously against the dragons den show.
0: Uh, Have you? Why?
1: Yeah, fucking hated it because, uh, and maybe this is a bit reductionist, right? But my opinion of the show is like, if you really like your product, fucking find someone who's not going to own the entirety of the company. You can crowdfund it these days. There's all sorts of different opportunities. There's no excuse for you to go to somewhere like Dragon's Den. If you go to Dragon's Den, it just goes to show you're not good at business. You're a bad business person anyway. But the thing like the, the classic line with Dragon's Den, in my opinion, was you when you sat
0: all over everyone that was on that show, but I love that fuck kind you, of Dragon's Den, <laughs> apart from Levi Roots, he's cool, he's he's a legend. <laughs> all right.
1: Um but even he got a shitty deal. Like the, the the standard Dragon's Den mantra in my head is right, I've got this great product or this you know, a podcast or whatever it is I'm doing. Um, and I'm just starting out. This has potential, if it's scalable, to go huge, go global. Um, But I'm just starting out. I just need a little bit of capital. If you can give me 50 grand, um, that will help me set the foundations, and we can grow exponentially. And they go, they're all sitting there with, like, fucking sticks up their asses, going, hmm, 50 grand, that's a lot of money. And, like, you know to them it's fucking chump change, right? And they go, I'll give you 30 grand for 80% of your business. And they go, oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. 80 grand, you know, uh, 30 grand for 80% of my business. And they just spit it out. And it's like, you piece of shit. Like, you obviously had no faith in your business. Um, Imagine forever giving away. 80% 80% of all your earnings and all your shares and all of that because you needed a little bit of money to start off. That's pathetic in my Imagine mind. Imagine anything um, away
0: forever. Like that's that's just...
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, to a certain extent for shares, it makes sense, but not that amount and for that fucking ridiculousness, like for, for that small amount of money. So that to me has always been stupid. Okay. Um, and I think if you are that kind of person, you like, but the thing is, it's a fine line to tread. And, you know, I know this is completely a separate business, but uh, a famous case is, you know, if somebody wants to buy you out and you say no, that can also go the other way. So like with Snapchat, when they had the story function, stories, everybody will famously know is an Instagram exclusive feature. It wasn't. It, they actually took that from, from Snapchat. Oh, um,
0: yeah.
1: Did you not even know that? i'm behind no
0: i didn't know no so
1: that's fun that's 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 fundamental right okay um Stories was famously a Snapchat thing. It was, they were the first people who did it in the way that it is. Uh, now, and Instagram actually offered, Facebook offered to buy Snapchat for three billion. Uh, I can't remember how many years ago this was. You can probably find it, put a link or something like there. Yeah. But they they offered to buy Snapchat for three billion. The creator of Snapchat said, fuck you, I know I'm worth more. Uh, and there was even this fun thing of like, you know, you get the Snapchat filters, the little ghost. For like a period of like six months, I thought something like, if you went to the Facebook headquarters and you turned on the Snapchat filter, it would just be a picture of a ghost doing that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, uh, Facebook didn't like that and didn't like the fact they rejected the offer. And they said, right, if you're not going to accept us, um, our offer to buy you out, we're just going to copy. So they copied stories. So, the, the stories feature was a taken from Instagram. And obviously, it's been a huge success. It was staying. And I actually remember watching it, right? And I, I, I never really liked Snapchat anyway, but I, did like, I didn't like the idea of it being trodden on, even though it's a big fucking company. I thought, why is it, why still is it relevant? being trodden on? Yeah, to an extent. But that's another topic. But the idea is they basically gutted Snapchat. And, and now people don't even know that Snapchat was a uh, stories was a Snapchat thing that Instagram took. They just took it and now it's synonymous with Instagram and everyone goes, Oh, didn't know it was even a thing with Snapchat now. As we all know, they've Instagram and Facebook. The lethal, fucking, brutal company that it is. They've just done something, something very similar to TikTok. They've done. Oh, I was just going
0: to say, is it, is it the same thing with TikTok and Reels? Exactly
1: the same thing, man. They've realised this is a new trend. Let's put it into Instagram. Everybody's already on Instagram. Why do they need to go on two apps? A lot of these people going, oh, I don't want to have to go on. You know, they're thinking of creators, right? And people going, I don't want to have to download another app. I don't really understand TikTok. What is it? Yeah. Like, I understand Instagram because I'm a fucking idiot, and like that's that's the only thing I know. Yeah. Oh, there's this new thing called reels this is quirky this is fun we'll wonder what this is they've just taken it from tiktok and they put it into instagram wow. um which i which i'm you know it's brutal to see yeah
0: um
1: and i reckon in tiktok will probably go the same way as snapchat eventually because with all this shit with trump trying to get rid of it and forcing oracle to own a percentage of it and this un- insecurity it will go the way of snapchat i think because its main big quirk has been copied by instagram yeah yeah I mean, you know what, from as from a sort of user perspective. So that's the flip side, it, just to say that's the flip
0: side. That's the yeah. that's the fear of not being bought out. So there's yeah. positives and negatives. Absolutely. But then don't like you mentioned uh, Dragons Den for like don't you think that model like Dragons Den, model like what Dave Chappelle was talking about in uh, when he went and pitched the show to HBO? Um these sort of like companies or at least like the the thinking that these companies or individuals have uh is very dinosaur like, it's just so outdated, especially like in today's world like what you said, you you can crowdfund you can crowdfund crowdfund. Almost uh, there, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can crowdfund, you can there's, let's, there's let's many
1: of some speech therapy or something. <laughs> there's
0: so many stats <laughs> up. <laughs> but,
1: uh, 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 <laughs> uh we we stand in solidarity with anyone who does have any speech problems uh and china <laughs> um almost,
0: almost, almost i almost, almost forgot, forgot i almost forgot um all these companies are just fucking dinosaurs man like and they are huge corporations and everything absolutely but how are they dinosaurs? Which di- which company are you talking about? The ones who come up with the dr- draconian oh, maybe, maybe, contract? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not companies, but the the people that run these companies, or at least certain sort of executives, or like the people on dragons. Then, like what you're saying, like it obviously makes sense to them, and that system still works because here comes a de- desperate person wanting to sort of have some investment money and and better their business, develop it, and everything, but. It is just really cutthroat, and I I understand that this is the business rule and everything. Like this is this is sort of what cap- capitalism and business is about. But I I just don't think I don't believe, or I refuse to believe, maybe that this is the only way to conduct it.
1: No, it isn't. But you know, I I, I put. Again, I'm not I'm not shitting on people who want to get investment and investors. That's yeah. obviously a very proper a good way to get business and it's very important. I'm just shitting on Dragon's Den specifically. Crap show never liked it. But the idea of, you know, somebody going to Dragon's Den to get money. Is to me strikes me as someone who hasn't explored alternative options. Why the hell would you do that uh, to go to Dragons Day to give away half your business? If you if you're doing a product like let's say you've designed a new wallet, I've seen a fucking a million different wallet, wallets funded on Kickstarter, all smash their target goals yeah, yeah. and everything else because people. There's enough people, there's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say the public are idiots, but there's enough, whatever you want to create, as long as it's good and you know what the fuck you're talking about, there's enough people in on the planet who, who want it to exist. And now yes. with things like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and those crowdfunding websites, there's no excuse. You don't need to, that's like the equivalent of like getting a, a replying to a job in a paper ad in like a newspaper.
0: It's like, yeah. you don't need to do that. Like, why would you? It but that's sounds... exactly what I agree with. And with that sort of approach, obviously, it's not for everyone. Maybe it's not for every type of a individual business or an idea or whatever. But um, with that approach, you don't have to, so to speak, sell your soul to the devil and you know give up your likeness, like like what Dave Chappelle was talking about, and, and give up your, you know, your name in almost like perpetuity, uh, because that is just. I d- like the idea of it is just ridiculous like you know it's it's as if someone just turned around to you and said like your identity is gone like figure out a new oh, one yeah.
1: the problem about this is I don't think people are under- understand when they're signing it right and there is a little bit and of they desperate- are desperate
0: as well and inexperienced
1: they are desperate and there's also companies sort of saying look you're nothing without us and if you don't do this what else you got going on yeah. and it's not like they're saying they're sending the contract signing sending them the contract saying by the way this is going to fuck you over, mate, in the long run. Like, if you had any business sense, you wouldn't do this. They're going, this is a great opportunity. We, we want to invest in you, yeah. and we want to do this, this, and this. And yeah. normally, the la- the lawyers they have sitting next to them fighting your corner are just part of the fucking, the same problem. And they're yeah. going, yeah, yeah, this is standard procedure, and yeah, you should be signing this. You're, you're lucky. You should, you're should. you lucky. Yeah, of course you should sign. And, you know, and it's, it's finding a balance, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and especially if you're the, the little guy. If you're the little guy, that's when it really matters. Like... Dave Chappelle, you know, I know he's upset about this, but the reality is he's got enough clout now to do what he wants and he probably will get some money out of this yeah, yeah. Uh, Chappelle show deal. Like, he was paid, I have no idea, but probably a shit ton of money. Again, similar to probably what Rogan got paid for his four specials or however many he put on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, even in the special, he talks about how he was upset that uh, Netflix was streaming the Chappelle show and he goes I called them up and said I don't want you to put it on there because I think that's a bit shitty that I haven't got any money from this yeah. and then Netflix were just like cool alright we, we're going to pull it from our service not because they had to because they know that it's better to be on Dave Chappelle's good side yeah yeah so, when he has another he special puts- because they know he's hot shit right now, yeah. when, he got, when he's when he got another talk to, <laughs> who's he gonna? Is he gonna go to HBO Max? Fuck no, he's gonna go to Netflix. The guys he says, that's the reason why I fuck with Netflix. <laughs> he, yeah. And they're keeping him sweet, right? Yeah. I imagine if Jerry Diaz or anyone who's a bit smaller
0: tried to pull those sort of things, they'd be like, no, fuck you. Yeah, that's possible. But then. That's the beauty of the internet now in the 21st century as well, right? You have you know sites like YouTube, websites like YouTube, Twitch, and things like that. There's so many more yeah. avenues. I'm 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 certain that you know when uh, the uh, Chappelle show was going on and and happening sort of in its infant stage, you know, going to a cable company was the,
1: the, the, the thing
0: to do exactly. Whereas right now. I mean, flagrant no, like, is a, like flagrant, and, like Andrew Schultz in and flagrant. That's that that's a good example of it as well because you know, he I think he I think even he uh, said it himself on one of the podcasts that like you know he could have done it with MTV and could have done it with a big company, but you just in a way you don't need them for everything. Maybe like you had to back when Dave Chappelle was was doing his show. Like nowadays, depending on your project, obviously, and stuff, you don't necessarily need them. You just need to be, you know, solid at what you do, be enter- entertaining enough, and, you know, you will eventually find the audience. The grind might be longer because obviously all these companies bring you enough sort of clout to, to put you out there.
1: Yeah, I think, But I'm, I think- I'm guessing
0: the rewards are much more worth it.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I think there's a the mixture of both. I mean, I'm not saying don't ever engage with any of these companies. I, I think yeah. as well, all the people that we look up to, like Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Andrew Schultz, in the comedy sphere at least, yeah. they've all had interactions with the mainstream media yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and these companies. And I think to an extent it can boost your profile. It is quite good. Um, but if you can't capitalize on that and, and carve your own future up for yourself, then that's not great either. Absolutely, So you know, I think it's a bit of both. I wouldn't say one's toxic. I would just say that they have been taking the piss for a long time, and people are getting sick of it. And now there's alternative methods, which means you don't need to absolutely do
0: that. I, so I, I, I'm not saying that you don't need them at all. You you definitely need them because you, you need as many avenues to succeed as 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 it is possible. Mm. Uh, it is just what you just said. Um, people are more conscious of everything and sort of are more. <laughs> interested in in sort of everything how things are done and and sort of yeah. scrutinize more that's and because because of that every all these companies need to be more aware because you know at the end of yeah. the day we are the consumers we are the ones that give them all that money and yeah that's the only thing
1: that the only thing that annoy me with the mainstream media is just the idea that you can't use your own likeness you don't own your yeah. own likeness yeah you don't own your own name you can't use your own name to do something else because we own the rights that yeah. would piss me off. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So I see why he's mad. I see why he's mad in that show. And that's why it was so raw, it was so interesting, it was so yeah, great yeah, to watch. Yeah. But yeah, you understand it, right? You know, yeah. unless he calls himself Dave, you know, Dave Chappell. <laughs> which is so, what he uh, joked about at the beginning.
0: That's that's the be- that's the beauty again of of websites like like YouTube and Twitch, uh you you have your full rights to your likeness, to your name. Only fans. Uh, yeah, only, fan, right. only fans as well. That's why you are able to check out <laughs> t- uh, to check out channels like Adam Kumas on YouTube. Yeah, uh, and OnlyFans as
1: well.
0: And OnlyFans as well. Yeah, Adam Adam does his uh, sad breakfast uh, segments there.
1: A lot of, <laughs> a lot of elbow play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you guys want to tune in and watch some elbow play, uh, tune into to Adam Kumars OnlyFans account. Uh, that's just a teaser. Yeah, exactly. 29 99 a month, but I promise you it's worth it. Why so low, mate?
1: Minimum the minimum tier is 50 quid a month.
0: Talking All about right. I even wouldn't pay 50 quid, man. Actually, no, no, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. you my friend. i i would happily pay you 50 quid.
1: Yeah, man. We'll do some we we'll do some collabs, some weird yeah.
0: <laughs> mine is gonna be covered to give you a little bit more of a teaser. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if you pay if you pay two pounds more, I'll take it off. I'll pull it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you, Adam, for uh, for joining me this week. Thanks for um, having me, bro. Make sure you guys check out Adam Adam's uh, channel on YouTube. Adam Kumas on YouTube. Uh, link is going to be uh, linked down below. And I'll see you next week. Take care. See ya. Cheers. Thank you. Bye.